I like it when a plan comes together. I hit all the right buttons. <laughs> and everything works. It is Sunday, November 27th, 2022. And from the home studio in Middletown, Delaware, I'm Marshall Manlove from Delaware Sports and My Sports Reports. This is a special interview edition of our show. And on today's show, shortly, we will meet the new state volleyball champions here in Delaware, the Hillers from Tower Hill. Some of them, not all of them. I can't fit 14 of them in the little Zoom room, but five, one, two, three, four of them, and their head coach, Michael Sachs. But first, before we begin that interview, I would like to let you know, whoops, oh, that's not the right one. I knew that was going to happen. All right, where's the right one? See, this is why I need help, man. This is brought to you by me, Marshall Manlove Stage Hypnotist. If you would like a funny, fascinating, and memorable experience for a party or an event that you are having, please consider my Stage Hypnosis Show and find out all about my Stage Hypnosis Show at marshallmanlove.com. And also, very importantly, special shout out to Jazzercise in Middletown. One of the proprietors there runs a very active Facebook group page for parents of high school athletes here in Delaware. And they're kind enough to post up links to the videos that I produce in that chat room. So I am happy to cross promote them. Now, the trick is going to be to find out how I can make this next part happen without messing everything up. First, <laughs> ah, yeah, let's turn that off. Oh, yeah, so far, so good. Okay, next. Hopefully, when I press this button, my guests will appear, and let's hit it. They did not appear yet. Hang on. Properties. Let's go there. Let's go here. Hang on. I think I got them. There they are. Now, hang on. One more thing. Now, I got to make myself appear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure make that deactivate that and let's activate Marshall in the center there we go ah yeah I like it when a plan does finally come together that is exciting all right so let's meet the new state champions from a Tower Hill school in Wilmington the 2022 state volleyball champions and on the screen currently as you are watching it uh, from my monitor in the upper left-hand corner is head coach Michael Sachs. Welcome, Coach Sachs. Just say hello to everybody, and let's test your microphone, make sure that's working right. Hi. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. And in the upper right-hand corner, one of the captains of the Hillers. Introduce yourself there, young lady. Oh, uh, um, Chloe, that's you. Yeah, okay. Hi. Yeah, we might have different uh, screen appearances there. In the bottom left-hand corner on the current screen is Megan Mumford. Let's say hello to Megan Mumford. Say hello, Megan. Hi. In the bottom row in the center is Cameron Haskins. Cameron, Cameron, let's test your microphone. Make sure that's working. Hi. All right, welcome. And in the bottom right-hand corner is Molly Peatlock. Molly, same thing, say hello. Hello. So first of all, congratulations, a historic victory for your squad here this year. Uh, somebody take this first question. How'd you do it? 
I can take that one. That's okay. a big one. Um, I think we did it honestly, just like pure willpower from the start of the season. This was our goal. Even last year, we were talking about it for me personally. I've been talking about it since I was little. And so while there was a bunch of different skill things that went into it and different planning and scouting, I think we just wanted it so badly and we were determined to get it. And we had different goals along the season ending at the Bob at the state championship. And we just kept pushing until we got there. Fantastic. Now, just hang on for one second, because I have, I, I'm a little curious to see that this is working properly. Hang on, this might be a little confusing. Things that went into it and different planning and scouting. Okay, yeah, it's working. All right. Did you hear yourself? <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, Chloe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how old are you? What grade are you in? Um, I'm 18. I'm a senior, and I've uh, been at Tower Hill since I was in pre-K, and I've played on varsity since eighth grade at Tower Hill. So. Oh, you were an eighth grade player, huh? Yeah. yeah. Right. Fantastic. And are you a club player also? Yes, I've played for Brandywine Volleyball Club for 10 years. Okay. And I noticed that you have the same last name as your coach. Is that a coincidence, or do you happen to be related? It's not. We do happen to be related. <laughs> He's my dad. So. Okay. So what's that like? Um took a little bit getting used to but we do have a lot of experience he's coached me in club i think since i was like 12. um he coached my sister too honestly there's no one else i'd rather have on the sidelines because he just understands me so well and there's times we don't even need words so it works really well all right good answer uh coach uh, for coach michael you tell me i want to i want to treat you with the respect that you deserve as a new state champion head coach here tell you how it is coaching Chloe is that the question uh well my my first question was how would you like me to address you coach Michael uh, coach Michael uh, Michael okay. Michael's totally fine okay so what's it like coaching your daughter um it's really easy I think part of it is that she kind of as she was little she saw me coaching other other players um so she's always been really easy to coach um you know I think the trick <clears throat> is just leaving the coaching in the gym um, which she's she's done a pretty good job of letting me know when I don't do that. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, she, she takes coaching really well. Um, and to her point, there's times where I think we just kind of lock eyes and she knows exactly what I'm going to say and, and we can just sort of move on from there, even in the middle of a, a match. Okay. Megan, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? What grade are you in? Okay, I'm 16 and I'm a junior. Um, I've been going to Tower Hill since uh, fifth grade and I was also an eighth grade player. On the roster, it says you're a junior. Yeah, did I? Yeah, I said I was a junior, I think. Okay. Uh, okay. I think you said you were a senior. That's all right, it doesn't matter. Let's just get it straight, you are a junior, right? So that means yes. you're gonna return next year as a reigning state champion. That's pretty cool. So, Megan, you are one of the liberos on the team. I guess the main libero, so, correct? Yes. Well, there's a few. Well, actually, it looks like you have three on the roster there. Uh, so talk about your role on the Hillers volleyball team as the libero. Um, really, I try to control, do my best to control the back of the court um, and talk to everybody about holes in the blocks, um, where to stand defensively, like where to, where to see the ball, try my best to read the ball, and 
step in when the setter needs help. Okay. And what do you like to do for fun besides play volleyball, Megan? Um, I like to hang out with my friends, and I also play tennis, which I... Yeah, you're good at tennis, actually, aren't you? Like, you're like a state champion, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you're state champion in two sports. So that's pretty cool. Yep, it is. Yeah, look at that smile. You're, really, you're like happy with that idea. Like, yeah, I'm a state champion in two sports. Mm-hmm, that's right. Two times. Two different sports. Two very, very different sports, too. Right? They're actually not completely different. My footwork is a little messed up messed up for tennis and it's a little messed up for volleyball too so that's a little different you use a racket in one and you don't in the other yeah yeah it's, yeah it's a little different yeah like i've seen some kids play soccer and then kick field goals for the football team so they're playing two sports but they're really doing the same thing they're kicking a yeah. ball right yeah yours is totally yours is totally different uh cameron haskins you're one of the co-captains along with chloe up there tell us a little bit about yourself um, so I'm 17 and I'm also a senior like Chloe. Um, I've been playing on varsity since I was in ninth grade and yeah. Okay. What do you like to do for fun? I also play basketball and I run track. Okay. All right. So you got three different, very, very different sports there. And excuse me for not knowing this off the top of my head, but how, what kind of success have you had at the other sports you play too? basketball um not so much but we have like a we have a really strong team like we're a really bonded team track i i triple jump and i'm in the top 10 for a triple jump in our division and then for long jump i also got to compete at the state meet um two years in a row so talk about your role on this team as a volleyball player um i'm i'm one of the middles um i think i've been on i was the middle who's been on the team like the longest um, I'd say, and also I'm also a captain, um, a big part of our team has just been working together. And I feel like my role, I didn't play in one of the state tournament games, but one of my big things I've done is trying to support my teammates. So even though I was upset at not being able to play that game, I just tried to help my teammates as best as I can, like advising the middles on what spots are open and talking about the blocks. So um, a middle hitter or blocker in volleyball, generally tall, spend a lot of time trying to block on the defensive end of the side. But I, in a few matches that I saw of your team this year, you actually uh, dug a lot of balls at the net too, which was really huge in a, in a couple of sets that I saw you play, like uh, where generally you might think that one of the back row players comes in and covers a block, you were there saving the day a whole lot of, a, a whole lot at least in the matches that I saw so so definitely a, a key part of this team and congratulations on uh, being a champion Thank you. Uh, let's go over to Molly now Molly uh, tell us about yourself how old are you what grade are you in um, I am 16 I'm a junior I came to Tower Hill in ninth grade and I started playing varsity in ninth grade Wow. Okay. And are you a club player also? Yes, I played club at, I played club at a couple different places, but Brandywine has been the main one. Okay. Now, you and Chloe spent a lot of time passing to each other 
during the course of this year, you every time you looked at the uh, box scores and the stats, it was you two who could at in any match have double figures in two sets of categories, if not even three, uh, in assists, uh, uh, kills, and maybe even uh, and uh, digs too, as well. So. Um, talk about that relationship that you have with uh, Chloe as far as being uh, someone who, to pass to or to catch a pass from. Um, that's been a relationship we've been like building since I came in ninth grade and she was a 10th grader, like on and off the court. We've really gotten to know each other well and like what works for the both of us. And we can communicate like honestly and freely about what we need to uh, get the other one their best approach to the ball okay and what do you like to do for fun um i do track in the spring i started wrestling i started managing wrestling with chloe um i lift with my dad outside of school and you know hang out with friends hang out with my dog what kind of dog i have a pit bull okay all right uh so Coach, there was one. You sent me over some information. One of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is like you wrote that unlike most programs, freshmen don't do the daily chores and the jobs, but the captains and the seniors do them. And where you say seniority is not really a thing, freshmen or sophomore get privileges. Describe that philosophy a little bit to us. So um, that's something called servant leadership, and. You know, we switched over to that this year, and I'm not really sure I could have done it without Cameron and Chloe. Um, you know, a lot of times kids feel like, okay, I went through everything I had to do as a freshman and a sophomore. I'm, I'm finally a junior and senior, and I'm really looking forward to someone else doing all of that. And I presented it to everybody. Um, it took a little convincing. One of our other players was like, look, I think I'm good with this. I need 24 hours, and I'll be fine, but I have to let it sink in. Um, and I think the way I presented it is, you know, the freshmen and the sophomore, the sophomores, they're um, they're a little bit nervous. Everything's new to them. They're already under a lot of pressure. Are we really doing the best thing for the team by sort of adding on more pressure of getting the water and getting the med kit and where does it go back? And if something doesn't go right, am I in trouble? Um, and it, it really, I think it really changed our team. It also kind of let the the younger kids know, wow, the upperclassmen are there for me and I'm going to be there for them. Um, and it just, I, it really had a great effect. And I'm looking forward to sort of this standard going forward for our program. Well, yeah, you won the state championship the first year you implemented that strategy, right? So yeah. you, you, you can't <laughs> yeah, mess with that now. Right. I don't think it was a total coincidence. As it just, right. this has probably been the most, um, the fullest team I've ever had, not just playing wise, but just in backing each other up. There was never, it, even if you watched all our matches closely and a, a player made a mistake, no matter how silly a mistake, you never saw anyone else being anything but supportive of them. Um, and, you know, I think that's huge when you get in these pressure situations. Oh yeah, you, ha you have to have that. Otherwise you just have chaos and animosity and then nobody wants to play with each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but definitely if you're going to make a, a big cultural change in your program like that and then you win, you, there's no way you can go back to the old way of doing it now, it's, right? 
It's just, there's no way. Right. It's like if you win and you hadn't changed your, I don't know, your socks for two weeks or something like that, you don't change your socks until you lose the next time. It's going to be the same kind of concept, right? So uh, let's do this here, something I like to do. I will start with Chloe. I would like you to take a look at Megan there and tell me something interesting, funny, or memorable about her. I'm positive. Keep it positive. Okay, let me think. I think Megan has a great ability to kind of laugh things off. So as you're saying, like being super supportive about mistakes, Megan can turn anything funny. So she could dive literally halfway across of our, our gym and like get up. And I think in the finals, she literally almost like went into the bench at one point, flew off the sport court in the back, but you will never see anything but a smile on her face about it. She just like pops right back up and you would not know that she just slid like 10 feet across the court. <laughs> All right, Megan, the same question for you. Take a look at Cameron, say something interesting, funny, positive, whatever you want to say about Cameron there. Um, I think Cameron has like a way of like saying things to make it, I don't know, in our huddles, like she'll say something and it'll be like serious, but it'll be like really positive and like everyone will start laughing. Like she just has a way with words, I think. And that helps like take pressure off the team and like help lift up her teammates. All right. Cameron, same thing for you. Uh, you get Molly. Um, so one interesting thing about Molly is that like on the court, whenever we're about to start a play, um, Molly will be like singing to me or she'll just be singing to herself. She's just always bringing like positivity on the court, no matter it's, if it's in a match or during practice, she's always like singing and being positive. All right, Molly, you get Chloe. Chloe is always like a very loud and powerful like voice on the court, which is good because someone like I'm not very loud on the court. So it's good to have someone like Chloe to always like hype you up after a good point or like bring everyone back together after a bad point. All right. And then Cameron, this is for you. Uh, talk about your coach. What do you mean to you? What do you mean to the program, the rest of the kids on the team? I mean, I think that we honestly could not have done this without Coach Sachs leading us. I don't think there's any other coach I would want leading our team to the state championship. I think Coach Sachs has a way of really, he's, he can be really direct, but you know that everything he's saying is the truth and it's only to make you better. And so he's always pushing you to be like better and better. He'll have us like, I know for a middle, he'll have us trying things that like I didn't think I could do, but then he'll keep every day, he'll come back and he'll be like, and you know that he believes in you. And you know that if he's saying that he thinks you can do it, you know, that's the truth. All right. And coach, let me go to you again. And now uh, tell us a little something about all the girls that are here today. Uh, something interesting, funny, positive, an anecdote of some sort. It gets us, lets us know a little bit more about your. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with Molly. There's a, there's a picture after we won the state championship of Molly with the crowd cheering or, you know, with, with, cheering for herself and cheering for the team. And um, it just strikes me as so, I'm so happy to see that because the one thing about Molly is she seems very unimpressed with anything she does. So to see her so happy with what the team accomplished um, was, was great. Um, with Meg, um, one of the things I was really happy to see, Meg um, 
we do have a lot of DSs. Meg is really our libero, um, but this season she really stepped out, kind of recognizing that we have some some younger players who she also gave an opportunity to be the libero, um, or, or I gave the opportunity, but she was as supportive as you can imagine. And I think it really helped us. To some degree, if things didn't go right, I would throw Meg in, and Meg's job was kind of like, okay, you now have to make them go right, sort of like a relief pitcher. She didn't really have the opportunity to make an error, um, but she dealt with it really well and had a ton of confidence. Um, so I was thrilled to see that. For Cameron, um, when Cameron was a freshman, she was not a club player, but it was you could take one look at her and just see how hard a worker she was. Um, and I knew she was going to be successful in our program. Our middles um, is like so much hard work. And people only seem to notice them when they actually get set, when they make a play. But they don't get to see just again and again and again how many times they run. Uh, and we do practice that a lot. And there are times where I will literally never hear a peep out of her. But I'll look at her and not realize that I just made her run like 15 middles in a row and she's somewhat exhausted. So just like super hard worker. For me, that is kind of, a lot of people think, oh, a middle's gonna be super tall. Uh, for me, a middle's gonna be just a super hard worker. And um, and she is the epitome of that. Um, and then for Chloe, uh, obviously I've had a lot of experience with Chloe. Uh, and what she says is true in terms of um, competitiveness. She is just really competitive and when she says we willed ourselves as, as a team, we did. And I think we took her leadership because she just wills herself to get what she wants. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's a ton of hard work, but it's just absolute focus to get where she needs to be and where she wants to be. So just as the whole team, I'm so proud of what they accomplished. Well said, everybody. So let's just go through some of the games uh, a little bit there. Uh, I kind of like to do things a little bit backwards. Uh, you were the ninth seed coming in, even though you had a 13-2 and record during the regular season. Opening round match against Brandywine, one in straight sets, same thing with Concord. But then in the quarterfinals, you ran up against the number one seed, the Eagles of Smyrna, and they were tough all year. Their only loss was to Caravelle Academy. We'll mention I mentioned that specifically because Caravelle is going. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. And Smyrna had been the team on a historic run of their own for their program. They'd beaten a couple teams they'd never beaten in their in their program's history, including St. Mark's, which snapped their 41 or 42 match win streak. So let's talk about the Smyrna match in particular. You won that in straight sets. And what's but close, 25-22, 26-24, 25-23, that's high stress. So uh, anybody can feel free to talk about that particular evening, what stands out to you. Let's start with Chloe. Um, oh, Cameron, go ahead. You yeah, got it. Go ahead, Cam. Well, I was just going to start because this was actually the match I wasn't playing, so I know it was stressful on the court and it was also stressful watching it. Just knowing that there is kind of there was like a helplessness to watching, but trying to contribute the best we could. I know we fought really hard in each of the in each of the points, and we were putting our like best foot forward, 
Um, I know I was just focusing on trying to help like the middles of my position and doing the best I could to help contribute to the team. And I think that's what each player was also doing. So if this is, if this answer is, if this question is too personal, just say pass, but how come you didn't play in that game? I actually had um, a really bad cold in the day, okay. in the week before it, which I actually think was the flu. And then um, it was like carrying over and I was having trouble breathing. So I wasn't able to play. Yeah, you need to be able to breathe to play <laughs> that sport. Yeah. 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 Okay. Makes sense now. So that made that win even more impressive because they're playing without one of their captains there and a very key part of their defense and offense. Everybody on this court plays defense and offense basically at the same time. So, uh, yeah, big win there. Who else can talk about what do you remember about the Smyrna game or match? Um, I can talk a little bit about it. I think for me it was honestly one of the most scary matches going in because this was the one that if we lost it was going to be the end for me and all the seniors. Cameron was going to end her career on the bench. I was going to be done playing forever. And so – I think that had a lot of emotion going in, but at the same time, looking at our seeds, like number nine and number one, I don't think that really crossed our minds. We were just so motivated and we had scrimmaged Smyrna um, before the season. And I honestly think I was disappointed to not play them in the regular season. I wanted a chance because I just kept hearing everyone talk about them. And so we didn't get that chance in the regular season, but I was really excited once we did have it. And I think we did a great job of looking at their defense and seeing where the holes were. And I know that game, Molly and I talked a lot about what each other had open hitting. And so I think we did a great job capitalizing on what was open in their defense to just keep pushing and get kills. Well, the two of you definitely capitalized on those open holes because Chloe, you had 20 kills that match. Molly, you had 18. Chloe, 15 assists. Molly, 21. And Megan, key on defense down there, you had 18 digs in that match with a couple assists. What do you remember of that match, Megan? Um, I remember the practice before the match, honestly, like how hard our blockers were working to like get to where we needed to be to be able to block the ball. And I think that really helped my defense because I was able to stay where I needed to be. And I and I saw the holes in the block and more easily and was able to be there. And I think our blocking was just really well, like really well done. And also everyone was just going for the ball. Like I don't think we let a ball drop that whole time. It was really impressive. So Molly, my question for you is a little bit different about that match. Tell me what you remember about any of the conversations you had on the court, whether they were match related or even something non-match related. Um, I know Chloe and I talk about um, where we need our sets to be so we can get a good hit out of it because certain sets need to be out more they need to be in more just depending on where the block is so those were big conversations we had um with coach we have a lot of conversations about uh where the serve needs to go and where we need who we need to serve to because the serve game is very important so are the hillers all business when you're on the court do you take a second to say you know after this match i want to go eat at such and such a place to kind of lessen the stress a little bit. Anything like that? Um, personally, sometimes I pick up Molly's singing. And so um, Maggie Newswinger, our serving specialist, um, her song that she sings on the bus is Chicken Fried. So I don't think of Smyrna might even care about, but I started singing um, Chicken Fried to her as she went back to serve to make her like less nervous because it was a really big point. 
So I think when we see each other trying, like, kind of getting stressed, we'll try and make jokes or, like, I think a lot of times, and Coach does this too, we'll, like, remind each other to soak it all in. And, like, I'll personally, like, I'll purposely look at the student section, which I know, like, distracts some people. But for me, like, I'll look up and I'll, like, look for my friends and kind of just, like, take a second to relax myself and enjoy it and then, like, lock back in. All right. So that was Smyrna. Beat them. Tough match. And then... You have to go play Caravel in the semifinal round, and they were the only team to beat Smyrna all year. You win this one, three sets to one, 25-19, 26-24, extended play there again. They take set three, 25-20, and then you won set four, 25-19. And Molly, this is one of those matches where you had a triple double, 14 kills, 13 digs. 18 assists. Chloe, just one dig shy of a triple-double there. 14 kills, 9 digs, 16 assists. And Megan Mumford, 25 digs in that match. You were busy back there. What do you remember about that one? Um, I remember being really tired the third set. Um, but I remember, I remember the third set, we kind of let ourselves slip back a bit but we kept fighting every point and then it was kind of a reset for the fourth set and i remember everyone pushing and just thinking that if we like if we win this we're going to be in the finals for the second time in history and like this will be an unforgettable experience uh, coach what do you remember about the caravel match so the Caravelle match, um, we had played them early in the season, but it had been so long ago that I didn't think they were the same team. I didn't think we were the same team. Um, but um, but I knew they're a team that just picks up a lot of balls defensively and gets the balls back over. So um, I thought we did a really good job just staying in the games. The second set, though, we were down 17-9, to nine, um, which – I think we called a timeout right around then and it couldn't have gone much longer. We really came back and I almost wonder to their credit after losing that set, they came back out to take the fourth set. Um, but we were just, or take the third set. We just played with a lot of resiliency um, because they, they dug, they really probably dug us better than any other, than any other team had dug us. And they also, their hitters hit a lot of open shots. So I don't know if it played to sort of like, the game we're most comfortable playing, but um, we really made some adjustments and just had to gut, gut that one out. All right. Cameron, you were in that match, recovered from your sickness, had five kills there. What do you remember about it? Now you're back on the court. You're all excited. Like, yeah, I'm going to play some volleyball now. I was, I was partially recovered. I, everyone yeah. was asking me how I was feeling. I was exaggerating it a little bit, how well I was. In between the points, I remember like just coughing and trying to like, get my breathing under control. But really, I was just excited to like be a part of this moment because although I was like on the bench for the last game, I felt like now I had like a chance to like actually contribute. I just remember uh, specifically one moment. I think it was our team teammate Lydia Spencer. She had like an amazing hit um, on the right side, um, and I was just really proud of her. And that's one of my favorite moments from that game. Now, did you find that people were staying away from you on the bench because you were coughing? I was actually on the end of the bench and I would just like cough on to the side and then my mom had someone like run over to make sure I was okay, but I made it through. I know that anytime I hear a cough in public or something, everybody just scatters now, right? Yes. Uh, Molly, what do you remember about the Caravelle match? 
I remember, I think that's the latest game we ever played. I think that was a 7.30 game, and it got pushed back even farther because St. Mark's and Delmarva Christian was before us. So I remember being a little tired going into it, but that immediately going away as soon as I stepped on the court. And then I remember, I think as a team, we were pretty mad after that third set and losing that, and I think we really used that to fuel us and like take that fourth set really well. And Chloe? Um, yeah, like Molly said, that was a later game, but that meant we had a big student section for that game. And in the past, before this year, we had like okay student support, but you know, we're a small school, so it's kind of hard to get a big student section. But throughout this season, especially at Caravelle and the finals, like our student section really showed up for us. And so I think it was so special to not only share it with each other, but to have our, our classmates there supporting us and like cheering after was really special and just fun. So that did bring us to the championship game on November 14th. You faced the two-time state champions, the Spartans of St. Mark's. They had one loss coming in, as mentioned, uh, to Smyrna, who you beat. And you beat them in straight sets, 25-20, 26-24, 25-20. Coach, talk about, first of all, your strategy coming into this match against the Spartans, if there was anything Um, different. Yeah, I mean, I think we sort of knew who we were going to target uh, out of serve in terms of serving, and each girl knew that for a couple of days, so had really focused on where they were going to serve. So they didn't need to get up to the line during the match and have me give them a signal. They they seemed really clear on that. Um, obviously, Julia's a great hitter. We knew that she got a lot of her sets, um, and that's where Lydia Spencer, our right side, really did a, a wonderful job of setting the block, and our middles cheated a little bit, so... You know, it, it looked like for a while they weren't able to get as many clean swings as they wanted. Um, and then we just, I think a lot of it was, we didn't see ourselves as a nine seed going up against, you know, a two or three seed. Um, and just having that confidence to to go in there knowing that, or thinking that we could compete. Um, and then, you know, figuring, look, they're gonna get some super impressive kills, but a point is a point. Um, and we didn't let that rattle us. The other thing we tried to do is we didn't we didn't want to give too many easy balls. Taylor Holly really just scooped up any free balls that were easy to her side. So we we definitely wanted to make the rest of the players play and try and try and force them to make their players that you know weren't player of the year and weren't their top hitters beat us. Um, but it, it I mean it really probably worked out a little better than we expected at the beginning but then it, it really tightened up and, and you know again they really had to play under pressure and that was that was maybe the most impressive thing about this whole run is um i think i may have been more nervous than they were out on the court yeah understandable so statistically chloe here you come up with a triple double 12 kills 15 digs 19 assists molly you led the team was 17 kills, had 14 assists, six digs. Megan Mumford back there. You're busy too. 24 digs. And you served three aces as well. Molly had five. Don't want to discount that. But uh, Megan Mumford, you're serving it up over there. Talk about your recollection of that match. Um, I remember going in and being a little nervous because it was I've never played at the Bob, and it was something I've – been wanting since I watched in 2014 Archmere play there and so it was really nerve-wracking 
but then the nerves kind of calmed down and I tried to focus only on the court um, and like the team that we were playing. Um, I remember everyone being like so excited to go in and I remember the bus ride probably the best. Like the game might have kind of been a blur, but the bus rides is what really made <laughs> really made it and going into the student section after. Mm-hmm. And Cameron, how were you feeling for the championship match at this point? For the championship, I was really excited. I was a little tired. I had two tests that day, but I was really excited just to like come out with our team. Um, I think I played like the first set and that was it. I, it wasn't my best match, but I was really proud of like the other middles. I feel like they really stepped up and they had amazing matches. And then who was the first, Cameron, who was the first person you went to hug when the final point was scored for your team and you knew you were state champions? Um, I hugged, um, Reagan Squire, I believe it was after her like match winning point Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was it was an amazing moment. Yeah, about it, a lot of fun. It's always fun to watch that. Not so fun to watch the team on the other side. You have to kind of avoid that scene over there. You know, no one likes to no one likes to see kids crying, right? So you got to focus the attention on where all the excitement is, which was on your side. And you mentioned your student section. Your student section did rival the St. Mark student section. For sure, I was standing on both sides. I was videotaping, and uh, you, your friends brought it that night. They uh, they did a wonderful job supporting you, Molly. What do you remember about the match? If anything about it, it doesn't matter whether it's the game before, or after. I remember being very nervous before, but like the thought of losing never really crossed my mind. Like I think we all went in there knowing and expecting to win the game. I don't, like Megan said, I don't remember much of the match. It's like kind of a blur. I remember the excitement afterwards and the nerves before. But I was overall remembering like going in there, like knowing that we can and we would win it. All right. And Chloe? Yeah, honestly, it was just surreal. I watched Tower Hill the last time that we were at the Bob for the first time um, in the finals. And I was in second grade. And ever since then, like, that was just my dream was to play at the bob in the finals to win the first state championship and something that my sister had always wanted and she wasn't able to win a state championship and so i was just so excited at the same time i did have to work on bringing my nerves down molly and i like laid on the locker room floor with headphones in and there's like pictures of us we look like we're asleep because we just like knew that we did have to lock in for the game but like the second it was over, just like all the excitement took over and it was so fun. And it was like literally the best memory I probably have at Tower Hill now. Awesome. And uh, Chloe, are you headed to college or university next year? I am. I don't know where yet, um, but I've sent in lots of applications. I'll hear back in around like January. Do you think you'll play volleyball? Um, no, I think I'm, I might play club, but I'm not going to go anywhere, like commit anywhere. Okay. Cameron, how about you? You're going to college, university next year? Yes. I've also sent in lots of applications. Um, I'm probably not going to play. Um, I'm not committed. I might play club or like something else. Okay. All right. Uh, coach, fill in any of the blanks for me here. What am I missing? Uh, either athletically, scholastically, personally, anything about these kids that we want to know before we say farewell and I wish you a happy holiday. 
Um, I, I've just never had a team that stood up for each other to this level. Um, and it, there were numerous times throughout the season that a player advocated for another player because they thought they were playing well and they wanted the team to win. There was never a situation where anyone begrudged anyone else's success. Um, it, I mean, it was just, it was really great to see. And then, you know, it just, it just builds on itself. Um, the other thing is, as you say, like everyone on our team plays defense and our sort of motto for our team is, you know, kids often say, well, is that my ball? Is that my ball? Our motto is if you can play the ball, you play the ball. And the secondary piece of that is even if you're middle, whoever you are, if you're on the court, we believe in you. And if the ball's coming to you, you can play the ball. We have that confidence in you. And it, even if you bump into each other and it doesn't work out, once in a while, generally it's going to work out. And I think they all had that confidence in each other, um, whether it was our DSs stepping into set or Megan did a tremendous job this year of coverage in terms of, you know, we kind of teach our hitters to attack the block and sometimes you're going to get blocked and it takes some guts to do that. But when you have support from players like Megan coming in, um, getting the ball up, even out of serve receive, we talk about supporting each other. But it really was just a, a team first um, kind of team. All right. All right. Well, it was very nice uh, to talk to you all about your championship season there. Congratulations to you. A historic win for the Tower Hill Hiller Volleyball Program. I would like to thank you for making time for this extended conversation. Here, I'm going to wish you all a happy holiday. Wave goodbye to our growing fan base here at Delaware Sports and my sports reports. In a second, I am going to hit the end button and you will all disappear. But again, not without my thanks. And uh, have a wonderful holiday season and best of luck to you in all your future endeavors. And I'll see Molly, Megan, and Coach Sachs next year on the volleyball court somewhere. All right. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. Now, let's try this here. Oh, yeah. Let me get myself back up on the screen. Oh, whoops. There we are. All right. So, that was the Tower Hill Hillers. 2022 Delaware State Volleyball Champions. Kind enough to make time here on a Sunday afternoon to come talk to me. And let us know a little bit more about themselves personally and how they won their state championship. Special thanks to my wonderful, beautiful wife, Dawnie, and my friends, Tommy K, Joey V, supporters from day one. Thanks to all who continue to like, share, and subscribe and support this channel and the local endeavors of our amateur athletes here in Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am Marshall Manlove, and now from the home studio in Middletown, Delaware, I'm out. Yeah. Happy holidays. Santa coming soon. We like Santa here. Look at a Santa picture to use. <laughs>